Yo. What's good, y'all? Welcome to Witchcraft Grenade. Y'all ready? Let's go. We on the airwaves, y'all. We talking pagan topics. Saying what we want, ain't no gatekeepers gonna stop us. Real witches, real talk, authentic. Talk about pagan life and not just the aesthetic. Yo, we're coming out the shadows every other Tuesday. It's the hottest pagan podcast, Witchcraft Grenade. So grab yourself a drink, yo, and get your mind right. Yo, and twist one up if you're about that life. Yo, turn it up for everybody in the room. This lady book dragging a cloud and dropping knowledge like boom. Hail and welcome, witches. You're listening to Witchcraft Today, where we do no harm, but we take no shit. Now today, we're going to be talking with Mark Silver, author of The Elemental Path. And stick around, guys, because this conversation gets deep. So let's get after it. Welcome, 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 everyone. It is me, Lady Book Dragon. And I have to say, in the memorable words of my favorite YouTuber, always remember to save your file. <laughs> nice i like that that's good that's clever it's very clever so what's going on everybody cloud the pagan rapper back here again with you all and i have to say yo the philadelphia eagles suck right now and i just wanted to get that out ah, philly sports guy what can i say just had to get that out this is why I don't get into sports. Your emotional well-being is based on a bunch of men dogpiling each other. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome back to Witchcraft Grenade, everybody. And uh, so we are now live on Spotify, Amazon. I mean, we're this is awesome. everywhere. And we are super excited to take that step because we're about seven episodes in now. I believe this is our eighth episode we yes. are definitely appreciative of everything, all the support that we've been getting. So we went live last Tuesday and first week, 50 downloads. Love it. Thank you very much, everybody. It's very, yes, thank you. Yes. And that was a lot more love than we were getting on Podbean. But of course, Podbean is just one app. This Now yep. we're kind of just diversified everywhere. Yes. So now more people can find us without we, having to stick to the one app that was being sketchy as all hell yeah and we are still waiting on apple but we'll, we'll get there with apple we're just waiting on apple to do apple things and then we'll they're, get they're apple thing yeah so, <laughs> so last so, week we had nightshade on from mm-hmm. flatline to beatline last episode but yes and la- last episode we did that and i want to say thank you for him for coming on all right but this week we have mark silver with us all right yes and he is the author of the elemental path Mm -hmm. and it is a book that i'm looking forward to reading i'm also looking forward to reading it get him get my god Get no, no, I can't. Get them. I, I ordered this book last week, and Amazon is usually coming through with their stuff, and I should not be shopping on Amazon, but sometimes a girl's got, they got needs, and it's, and those needs are two-day prime shipping. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, I'll order the book, I'll read it, we'll be all set, and first it said, okay, well, come in on Tuesday, I'm like, 
Oh, well, I'll at least have about an hour to like flip through it before we bring them on and I'll be able to say, look, I just got it. I skimmed through it. I like it. Not even that. Can't even get that. <laughs> no, so, they're like, oh, by the way, it was delayed. It'll be coming today or tomorrow. I'm like, well, which is it? Yeah. So we would like to thank Amazon for participating in the little bit of natural chaos magic that happened to throw us a curveball right before we had this gentleman come on with us. So Mark, how you doing, man? <laughs> I, I'm doing great. Um, I, I must apologize. I don't know whether it's Amazon or uh, my on-demand publishing. So that, that could be the culprit. Hmm. Yeah. Well, well it's possible. It's possible. I prefer blame Amazon. <laughs> I mean, I have, they don't pay taxes anyways. Uh, I just have blame Amazon. Yeah, I have on-demand publishing for my CD, and and sometimes it takes a little bit of time to get there. So mm -hmm. yeah, I yeah yeah, but we will get it. I will read it, and we will review it, and I will put some, and we'll throw a, I'll throw a review on Goodreads and Amazon. Well, if you throw a review on Goodreads, it should automatically go on Amazon because Amazon owns them. That would make sense. <laughs> I, I'm I think not sure that's. Whether I, I have any reviews on Goodreads or not. I haven't, haven't checked on myself on Goodreads lately. <laughs> well, you, you shouldn't. <laughs> it's like the number one rule of being an author. Don't check the comments. <laughs> I think that's a rule of being a YouTuber, too. Don't check the comments. Well, Just no. go. well you have to check the comments when you're starting out. Yeah. Because the when more you're, you're engaged with your audience, the more that people talk about it and stuff like that and you get your name uh, yeah it's just a but. general rule of thumb in the <laughs> writer's world is don't read the reviews because all you're going to do is get depressed when you get that one bad review I hear that. actually oh, having managed a band it's the same thing in, in music biz too. <laughs> <laughs> it really is you're not wrong you're not it's wrong it's like oh one star i should read it and wonder why they hate it yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I gotta say, like my CDs, I've gotten a couple reviews, and but they've been good reviews, and it's obvious from when, like somebody close to me that went on and wrote a review. You know, <laughs> like oh, I wonder so who that I don't person have anything, was. Yeah, hmm. Hmm. I wonder who that person was. But, Very suspicious. They're being <laughs> sus. Yes, being quite <laughs> sus. So tell us about you know, tell us about the book. Tell us how it came together, and you know, give us give us the lowdown, man. Yes. Sure. Um, it's based on a series of classes that my uh, ex-wife, cordial by the way, not, mm -hmm. no animosity there, and I used to give um, throughout the Denver metro area all the metaphysical bookshops uh, around there I used to teach at. And it, it's based on that which is a series of path workings you know what, pathworkings are guided meditations for anybody who doesn't know that. That was coined by Dolores Ashcroft, no wiki, by the way. <laughs> um, but each of the elemental sections, which is set up starting with air and all the way through spirit, because I consider spirit as the fifth element. Mm -hmm. Nothing about being Bruce Willis. <laughs> there. I was trying to not let my mind go there. All I could think is multi-pass. Yeah, it, it always does. It always does. Every time I think that uh, particular phrase, it's gone. Anyway, each section, of each element, has uh, essays on the elements, sometimes taken from my own experiences. Um, sometimes 
just general observations on the elements. It's also got, for those who have not really delved into the elements, the elemental associations in each book. And I must say, I actually cribbed them from Crowley. <laughs> so, you know, I can't say any of those are original. However, something interesting, when I used to do the classes, um, I was doing it at a friend's bookstore, and her and her ex-husband would come in every time we got to the part where say, we would ask the class to give us the associations of the elements, what they think they stand for, and we'd write them on a dry erase board. And like I said, either her or her ex-husband would come in and say, bomb. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true in every single class bomb it fits right it does. i don't per i haven't got partaken in a long time <laughs> it's got you, earth, you it's got, got your air. water yeah. you got your plant you got your fire you got your air yeah, I mean, yeah. and then you got your spirit because you're taking it all in yeah it's yeah, it's, it's, it's it, well it's about to be legal here in new jersey so yeah <laughs> technically it is legal but don't tell my uncle that. He's just like, well, well, we voted for it to be legal. And just like, that means it's legal. Yeah, now we got to let all the brass do what they're going to do up there and figure it out. But yeah. I'm laughing because he made the mistake of saying <clears throat> if weed ever became legal in New Jersey, he'd give up drinking. I'm like, I texted him like, so when am I coming to raid your fridge? <laughs> <laughs> like the bratty niece I am. <laughs> Absolutely. But Colorado actually was going through that at the time that I left Colorado, unfortunately, I had to uh, come out and uh, help it in the sister who's out in Indiana. So, uh, this is where I am. Maybe one day I'll get back. Right? Yeah, so, but yeah. Colorado has gotten really expensive because of it, though, because they have all kinds of tax revenue coming in. The property values went. Yeah. It, it's an amazing, like, uh, Hot, hot tourism does for the state. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, well, it, it was the um, basically the promised land for a while there. Yeah, Colorado and Washington they were the yep. first two to do it. Yep. So, uh, anyway, no, so jealous. So <laughs> back to the subject. <laughs> back to the subject. I'm yeah. sorry, we were talking about bongs. Let, let me let me ask you. So you said bong, and then I just went, "Yep, we're talking about this." <laughs> yeah, our our yeah. our um. See, yeah, see, he's a stoner. I'm a recreational user. I'm not a stoner. <laughs> yeah, you're mine. All right, so <laughs> I'm very responsible. We're both very responsible. Yes. I'm just, I'm just making but, it big. So, <laughs> either way, anyway, should I say? Um, so I, I broke ground writing a book, right? And one of the things that you know, I do personally for myself is I say I'm going to do something. I want to make sure that I do it. Right. Right. And so at, at some point I put on my YouTube channel on Moolo Magic, I said that I'm ground writing a book and I have done that and I've been doing that. So what I want to ask, I guess, is while you were writing the book, mm -hmm. was it just kind of fluid because you already knew everything, and you just went with it, or did it take a lot of time and a lot of a lot of planning? And well, it didn't take a lot of planning. It did take a lot of time for a couple of reasons. Um, number one, when you've been teaching something for 10, 12 years, which I was at that time, 
you're, you're tend to change. You're, you become as much a student as a teacher, which is the way it's supposed to be. Right. Absolutely. So I, I had to, I changed it at that time, all, each of the path workings. Plus I had to figure out what to do in each of the sections. Um, for, for example, water, my water section uh, was taken from my direct experience uh, back in the day. Excuse me, one more. Yes. I uh, was working for the National Multiple Sclerosis Society and we had a convention in St. Pete, Florida. Mm -hmm. And I had just gotten through talking on the phone to my lady and I decided, you know, I was still on Colorado time, <laughs> which meant I was two hours later and it was 12 o'clock, which meant it was only 10 o'clock there. So here I am at 12 o'clock in Florida and I can't get to sleep because I don't sleep for another couple hours. So I wander out on the beach, which no matter what kind of hotel you get in, in that section of Florida, it's right on a beach. Mm -hmm. So I wander out. It's a full noon. I'm sorry, I'm getting checked up. I do every time I tell this story, even when I was writing it down for the book itself. Wandered out on the beach. It's a full moon. Here's the, the waves of the Gulf of Mexico slurring up on the beach. And I was just transfixed by the sight and the beauty and the power. And, you know, the Gulf of Mexico is no small, <laughs> no small sea. It's huge. Right. And, and yeah. the amount of power and, and light that was coming from it was just amazing. And uh, as I said in the book, the only coherent thought that I had was that was there someone else, and I'm sure there was, standing on a beach at that time under a full moon and taking in that same beauty of the moon and the water. It was, it was just amazing. But anyway, that's, that's the essay that I actually put in the book, that, and it's a full memory. That's good, so, so, so it's very personal. It's very, yeah. I was about to say, it sounds very personal yeah, like you're getting absolutely. choked up. And you know what? That's awesome. You know? Yeah, well, yes. me and my me and my in-laws, well, future in-laws, we like to go to North Carolina and we always get a place on the beach. And there is like one time at, you know, on each of these trips that I'm having trouble sleeping and I will literally just go out, wander by the ocean and I won't even realize how much time has passed. I've just been standing there mesmerized by how beautiful this thing is and how and you know sometimes i go through the motions like this is so beautiful why do we mistreat this you know well it's you know each of the sections also i begin with a, a piece of the song and that particular section i'm sure you're familiar with the song the piece of the song was and we were drawn to the rhythm drawn to the rhythm excuse me, at the sea, which is from Sarah McLaughlin. Yep. And once I had that, you know, everything just flowed through that element from that. So, no, I'm sorry, Jeez, 
should not get tripped up on things like that. No, this this make this tells everyone how personal this is to you and how much it means to you. We we don't mind. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's one of the best things about writing in general to me is, is that when you write, you are expressing yourself into yeah. what you're doing. And especially if you're writing a book on witchcraft or spirituality or any kind of like path, if you will, you know, what you're really doing when you're writing is putting your perspective out there and leaving something that cannot be erased. Right. You know, you've gotten what you have to say out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like even with fish, fictional novel, novelizations, like what I do, you're still just putting on a different mask that you're still like doing a different aspect of yourself. Right. Now I have to ask when you were actually writing the book, did you kind of, were you completely aware of yourself or did you kind of go into a meditative state while you're writing? And then when you, you finished up, you were just like, Oh wow, I just wrote that. Like how, what was the actual process? Yeah, it, it, number one, um, to become the writer that I am right now, and I also write a lot so for my YouTube channel, I determined that, okay, I had to set the time because I'm not an organized person a lot of times. Other, <laughs> times so other times I'm OCD. <laughs> but I had to set a time. And I said, from this time to this time, I am going to sit down and write. And I went in and out of the meditation, meditative state, really. Um, I wrote something on my uh, Positively Magical blog uh, recently uh, that a lot of times when I'm writing something, I'm just typing, it's like automatic typing into the keyboard. Mm -hmm. It's coming from, yep. I don't know where it's coming from, someone whispering in my ear, something just, in the back of my mind. It just flows. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, and at that time, yes, I'm in a meditative state. It's the same thing as when I do an AR, an acoustic record reading from a photograph. You know, I'm, I'm just typing stuff in and stuff is coming to me. I don't know whether it has anything to do with the person, but I'm sure <laughs> it does. Well, I find out that three quarters of the time that I estimated, I'm kind of math oriented. <laughs> I estimated that I, it 78% of the time is accurate. It's right on that person. That's awesome. So I think other times it may be something from your past life that's coming. See, I have a similar experience when I'm writing music. Um, mm -hmm. It depends on, you know, my current mood, how I'm feeling or whatnot. But when I get into, like, the zone and you get into <laughs> a state where the everything is just coming out, you know, it's from that point you know you call it improvisation but really what i think it is is you're letting your higher self take over at this point yes. and it's just happening yeah so i mean even, even with the not my novel writing i i had this incident yesterday where i was in the zone i was going i banged out almost like three thousand words and then when i stopped i was in the middle of some dialogue and i'm like looking looking at a character like oh you did not just say that why did you just say that? Like, I'm looking at like, why? I mean, I wrote you, but why did you say that? <laughs> you have to go back and read it, right? I'm just like, ooh, I just, I 
you know, I, I got to go with this. I guess I was going somewhere with it. Carrie Bond, who's a, a friend of mine, um, she, it's a New York Times actor, best-selling writer at the moment, but she's said she's done that, and she's not spiritually oriented in that way, but she said, I'll be writing, and my main character will say something, you know, be like, why did you say that? Why did I, no, I didn't actually. Why did you say that? <laughs> <laughs> I like that, like novel writers like to think, oh, we're God and we can control everything in this world. And then the main character is just like, fuck you, I'm going that way. Exactly. <laughs> Who are you guys? I'm going ham. It's just like, wait, no, stop, come back. I've heard that from other writers as well. The same thing. It's like, the characters just kind of take over. It's, yeah, this is but, my character, so this is what I'm going to say. So. It's just yeah, like you made so, that character yeah. so strong, you kind of breathed into being, and now you're just like, wait, I want to control you again. Stop. Right. Exactly. I had a book, uh, my first book that I worked on, like this one's in second draft. The one I'm currently working on is in first draft because I was about to rip my hair out with the other one because I never edited before. Mm. Edited is a nightmare. But I had this whole section planned out and the main character's just like, yeah, I know you want me to do this, but I'm doing this thing first. That happens like 10 chapters later. I'm like, but outline. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Why, that's why I had to ask, like, do you get kind of absorbed into it? Do you feel like you meditate during it? It's just like the whole writing process for people who don't do it constantly and hold, who don't do it for fun. It's just, it's spiritual in itself. And that's why I love it so much. It's like, I've tried to quit writing and I'll be tormented with these ideas and I'll be up all night. And I was just like, okay, well, obviously this is not working. Back to computer I go. Yep, right. So <laughs> it works though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's I, th I need to talk to you at, uh, offline, Rich, because yep. I, have, I have lyrics that need a song. Oh, Ooh. really? Yes. It sounds like a challenge. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> uh, I mean, absolutely, man. I'd be glad to, glad to give him a look and see what I could do. He's okay. going to let me know like, what your vision is for a song and see if I can pull something off. Absolutely. Sure. And I'm, I'm easy on music. Uh, easy but not cheap. Because you can't be cheap in music, so no, no, you can't be. <laughs> you can't. So uh, back to the conversation. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're good. I love it. I love it. Like I said, man, we're just having a conversation. We're just hanging out. So, you know, I go over. So your book came out in 2011. So mm -hmm. 2011 is when it came out. Yeah. 2011. That's what's and marked on the page. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's what's marked on the page. I so it, right in. in 2008 so it took three years to try it and get through editing and everything else so right right yeah us that's another thing that i still have to research on doing with the editing <laughs> so you know good luck what it what it is so, so now it's out on amazon you can get it on uh kindle i'm guessing as well uh you can get it on barnes and noble's website Yep, you can get it on Apple's iBooks. Probably order it through an indie store and support some of our local bookstores. Yes. Yes. That's true. <laughs> some of them. Absolutely. I know it's available or what's available. I'm actually I'm kind of sure that Karen is still carrying it at um, 
what's now called the Goddess Isis bookstore in Denver. So, mm, nice. Yeah, they used to call it just Isis, but it got attacked. The sign did got defaced because they were thinking, obviously, of an entirely different Isis. Mm, people are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I love an argument about that, though, because I don't think people are stupid. I think <laughs> groups of people are stupid. As individuals, I think we are very intelligent beings capable of anything. But as soon as that mob mentality kicks in, everybody. Yeah, I was about to say, so you're blaming mob mentality. Okay, I, I can get behind that. <laughs> It's just how it is, you know. Everybody I can just kinda... be a little cynical and, and when it comes to people. To be honest with you, mob mentality is a straight energy thing. It really is. It is it is a magical energy thing. It's everybody starts picking up on the vibe and it's kind of flowing with it. And next thing you know, there's a bunch of madness happening. Yeah, especially if they don't like ground themselves or find themselves in that mob, then yeah, they'll they'll yeah. join in. Yeah. Lose their sense of individuality. Yep. Yeah, I know it's also in a catalog that that Karen Charbonneau, who owns Goddess Isis, orders it from. So I'm sure that many bookstores uh, may not be carrying it, but they have it available to them. And it's an on-demand publisher. So, so are you working on any other projects for writing-wise, like to release another book or anything, or is it are you sticking with the blogging and? I will say right now, I have enough to write a whole new book, you know, with no problem. And that book is relatively short. It's got 98 pages, 100 pages, something along those lines. But I've been writing it mainly uh, in my blog, right now, which is uh, marksilver.wordpress.com. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and now, since I've made so many videos, besides Yellow Moon Cabin, all kinds of videos on my YouTube channel. Um, I've decided to start transferring my blogs from written, which as a writer, it pains me to say that reading is not something a lot of people do anymore. <laughs> so I decided to transfer it to video and I just um, mm-hmm. did my first video blog today. That's awesome. That I I have to agree. Not a lot of people read anymore. It's yeah. it's sad, but you know, yeah. people are adapting. They're doing audiobooks and videos. So so you're just adapting to the times. Unfortunately, our attention spans are getting shorter. Yeah, and I I was sure that you as a writer would, would empathize with that. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll just like I will breeze through books and like I last year I read 52 books on my reading challenge this year it's six the 60 and th- people are like why are you reading so much I'm like why aren't you reading so much I'm not the strange one here you're the strange one <laughs> but yeah that's the way it is so I, I what I'm doing right now is transferring I have the the outline basically of a follow-up book and another follow-up book. Um, one that would be would be just soul plots, which is from my uh, my website, my blog, um, that are short little bits on something that occurred to me or quotes I have heard and I've taken off on those. It's usually less than a page. And I was thinking of doing 
a book on that with soul thoughts. And I was also, I had just done, uh, not just, uh, was it a, hit a year ago almost, I had done a spell capital or spell meditation with a new moon start and then a full moon. So I, there's two different, there were two different videos on it and two different, uh, obviously, written out scripts on it. Mm. So I was thinking of doing the seasons, the moon, the sun, and that type of thing. And I even had a kind of a name for it. I think it was the the sun, the moon, and the seasons, something along those lines. As, as the sun, moon. the movement, and seasons. I like that. Mm, yes. I like the soul thoughts idea. That's really, really clever. I like that. Thank you. Um, that, that's something that interests me because I have a lot of random thoughts as well, or soul thoughts, as you will. You know, right. and like I'll start thinking of something and I'll have like a two minute conversation with myself about it before even letting it register you know <laughs> like and that's definitely something that's super awesome so i'm gonna tell everybody out here to make sure to hit this man's blog up you know <laughs> like let's make sure we do that so we're gonna put a link to his youtube channel and to his blog in the description of the podcast all right Definitely. and I've this podcast is going to be posted on youtube as well so we'll leave it in the description of that as well. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I love that you call it soul thoughts because I would have those thoughts, but I was thinking, oh, I guess they're called, I guess they're shower, shower thoughts without the shower. <laughs> well, you know, because I always look, because I do get in the meditative state sometimes, quite often, sometimes, once in a while. <laughs> Um, I'm up to 41, by the way, on my soul thoughts on my blog, <laughs> and I'm nice. not sure. I only started it fairly recently, maybe a year ago. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> up, to, up to 41. But because you do get into meditative, um, meditative states sometimes, and something comes to you, something whispers in your ear and says, you know, maybe, have you ever heard Oh, heck, it's Let's check it down. This is where it comes up with soul thoughts. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. As well, with as being a trio of pagan creatives, a lot of what our work is is what if. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Just going what if, and you jump to the next question, next question. That 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 what if uh, span off. It's really good. Yeah, I like that. Isn't that a uh, improv comedy uh, thing too? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. See something that you jump off of. <laughs> hey! <laughs> what if I told you to? <laughs> so. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Um, so. Basically. <laughs> What what we what we try to do here at Witchcraft Grenades, we want to make sure that we give people, especially creatives like ourselves, a chance to talk about what they're doing, talk about their creative process and everything, and to help people, you know, get their names out there. That's like one of the main things that we want to do with this podcast. 
us. But another thing that we like to do is we like to have fun on this podcast. Um, <laughs> and um, so we like to keep it light and relaxed, right? So I want to kind of make sure that we invite you to hang with us for the rest of the show. I would you know be I mean? more than happy to. And, and definitely let's continue our conversation about not only your book, but a couple other things that we like to do here on the show. And one of them, Lady Book Dragon, it is time again for us to do the thing. Oh, we're doing the thing. It is time for us to do the thing. So doing the thing is something that we do on the show every couple of weeks. And well, every couple episodes, we set a yeah, every couple episodes, which is about a month's time, we set a goal and then we work towards it and we talk about it each week, right? So, what is the goal for Lady Book Dragon for this next do the thing segment? All right, so we we, we we've agreed we're going to go on a week delay. Yes. So we're, this is actually going to release the 1st of December. Yes. But for my thing, I'm going to be finishing Nano Remo and I'm going to win. You're going to win. I'm going to win. I am at 30,000 words of 50,000. And nice. if, I, if I do just under 3,000 words for the next week, <laughs> <laughs> I will reach 50,000. Now, unfortunately... I'm just barely into the second arch of this book. Mm. So I think it's going to exceed 50,000 because I'm like, I'm only just setting this up to start going into the third arch and all the problems. So it's like, maybe I'm halfway done. <laughs> Did you think about maybe finding a good break point around 50,000 and then writing a sequel? Well, this is already a trilogy. That's the issue. Oh, well, there you go. Right, right. <laughs> Fair but, enough. <laughs> no, I'm super excited. I'm like, so I'm just kind of like setting up the middle and maybe the third arch will happen a little later than I think it will. But nice. I'm just, I'm super excited about getting this done. Like actually completing it. And I think it might end up, I, it might tap out at 80. Because it's a fantasy book. Fantasy books average about 80 to 100. And well, then, yeah, then it's going to be finishing editing the first one and then trying to market the first one to an agent and while well, I'm trying to edit this one. Yeah. That's my plan for the rest of the year. And then as at, while I'm, when I get to the, the uh, marketing point of both books, I'll work on my voice acting. Oh, there you go. Because, nice. you know, both of us have the same problem. We tried, like, to buy off more than we can chew. Hey, I didn't try to bite off more than I could chew. This week. Or did I? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, so what is your, your thing? Okay, now that so. I've blabbed. <laughs> last week, last episode, I unveiled a new song. Original Pagan where I had a couple name drops and all of that. What my goal for my next do the thing is to release that as a single through all my distributors, get some artwork done for it and yeah. shoot a video for it and release it. 
that I is like it to be my do the thing is that by the end of this year i'm going to have a new single out and there's going to be a video along with it like it yay now, now i'm doing all of this myself for the most part so it's not an easy process of making your own music video and all of this other stuff there's a lot of work that goes into it so i'm definitely putting myself up against it but i am up for the challenge i'm challenging myself to make sure that i get it done by the end of the year and then hopefully sometime in summer next year my next album will be ready to come out but right now we're just focusing on a single because i want to put a couple singles out while i'm writing this next album so I like it. And I wish you good luck on that because um, I mentioned that I was a DJ. <laughs> um, I actually went to DJ school, broadcasting school. And one of the assignments in broadcasting school was for a team, and we had three people, four people on our team, to pick a song from an independent artist and make a video for it, which we did. And you're saying that it's hard for one person to do a video, uh, even with three or four people. <laughs> it's, it's not easy. <laughs> I mean, like, I have the technology at my house to do majority of the work myself. Mm -hmm. I basically just need somebody to hold a camera for me. <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at, you know? But, um, yeah, so that's what we're going to do. So, Mark, do you want in on this? Do you want in on the Do The Thing Challenge? Do you have a goal you plan on setting for the other? Yeah, year? sure. Uh, actually, you know, I was talking about my video blog and putting that on YouTube. And I did my first one today. And I was thinking, oh, my God, I could do one a day with just the material that I have. I could do one a day for the next couple of years and not run out of videos to make on this. That's awesome. Ooh, so I, I went... Go ahead. I'm sorry. One of the hardest things as a YouTuber, <laughs> and I know this because I've been at the YouTube thing for like two years now. Mm -hmm. One of the hardest things is to think of a topic. Yeah. It's one of the I, hardest things to do. So hats off to you for having that much ammo loaded. I have 60, 60 or so videos on there right now, which are comprised of, you know, pieces of the elemental path and the meditations and other meditations that I've done. Um, uh, magic tips, etc., stuff like that. But I, I had, I, once I started thinking about this, it's like, yeah, let's go, let's do it. But I'm thinking, okay, so what does the audience think of that? So I went on Facebook and I posted it and I said, so I started the video blog and hopefully you've seen it. And um, I could do one every day but how often do you actually want to see it? <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Good question. That is a good question. See, I, I like to, I used to try and do once a week and then my life got busy. Mm -hmm. And now I do like one a month. Mm -hmm. Like, and I'm actually behind right now with the YouTube videos. So on YouTube videos, I do once a month. Thereabouts, but I in writing in my actual writing on my blog, I usually do at least something at least once a week, you know, whether it's soul thoughts or an actual full blown, you know, two page essay, right? See, that's 
That's awesome. I need to get into something like that. <laughs> well, and, and it's again, you know, it's like when I started out, it was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I know how to write. I think I'm good at it, but I needed the discipline. And I forced myself and I said, you're going to sit down and you're going to do it. And once you get that discipline, once you start doing them something repetitively, it actually helps and it, it gets ingrained into you. Mm -hmm. so. Well, that's the whole premise of NaNoWriMo is being forced to sit at your computer every day for a month and write 1,667 words. Right. Which is why I wanted to like buckle <laughs> down and win it because after this, I do want to go on to blogging because I actually do have a writer's website that I haven't updated since the pandemic started, which, you know, but it's not like, like you I don't have, have time. time. Gosh, I know it's like I should have all the time in the world, and I I don't update it. Uh, since pandemic started, I've started. I got my hands into so much stuff. I almost like completely burnt myself out, like immediately. And it's almost like I called you out on it. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, seriously, no. it was like. <laughs> so we had that. I released the album, and. I make the YouTube videos for International Pagan Radio. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I have my own YouTube channel. And then I'm like, I want to do the podcast. So now we're doing the podcast. And I got my hands in all these pots. And I'm like, <laughs> you know. Um, so it's a lot of juggling. It's a lot of movement. So I had to like, okay, we're going to do one a month on YouTube. We're going to do this. And I had to like break it down and find a balance. You know, but I had a question popped in my head earlier when we were talking about the bookmark mm -hmm. and it's something that, that has been kind of like picking at me because I didn't ask it right away. When you're talking about pathworking, like the meditations themselves, right. Is, is the meditation similar to like, say a shamanic journey or something more involved with different planes of going, or is it just kind of like, how, how is that? Like, what would be the best description? Okay, trying not to give away the flow through and the actual ending of the videos. It takes you on a journey. Um, each center actually has a point that resonates in every following center. Oh. And the pathworkings themselves for each element actually start at the same place on the astral and end at the same place. So you start your journey looking at each of the elements, centering in each of the elements first, which is a little bit different in my opinion. And then you take full-blown journey on of the elements that will explore the element and really imbue it in you. And each one follows in a specific line. Until so you get past spirit there, I have the final one called the Path of All Elements, which, believe it or not, is actually the first um, pathworking that I, I taught, that I actually wrote myself, and this was older, 90 something. <laughs> you know, I, the grade, if the grade doesn't give away the ace. <laughs> I'm getting there, man. I'm yeah. getting there. <laughs> I got a little. I gave my father some gray hairs. <laughs> I got a little on the side of my head. I got a little, little on my beard. 
Take the oh, pan. My fiance actually has some gray hair going. I'm like, oh, you're my old man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's actually the the final or the first one that I wrote is actually adapted the actual final end of all these videos, and it and it it basically tells you it gives you a way to draw in each of the elements and center yourself in each of the elements, drop off as much of the elements as you need to. Like say, if you have too much fire, you have too much anger, too much passion. So you need to calm that down a little bit, add a little water. Um, you need to drop some of that excess fire. If you have too much air, which I actually use as an example in the air section of my book, uh, that you can overthink things and start going over and over things in your mind. And again, as writers, <laughs> I never. See, I came do here that. to have what a good can, time, and I'm feeling so attacked right now. Yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> I never do that. Uh, <laughs> Always do that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you get you get that thought going over and over and yep. over through your mind. So you have too much air. Because air is communication, air is thinking, air is wisdom. So you kind of drop some of that air, you can mellow it out with some grounding. You can get too grounded, you forget to look up at what's around you, you know, and, and it's that whole type of thing. You know, so you need to be able to balance yourself in all of it. And you go all the way through this journey, through each of the centers wow. and each of the elemental paths and end up learning the elements, having a place to do them, and uh, being able to balance the elements as you go. That is... I'm really excited to try these because... Amazing. <laughs> like, one of the reasons I was that I didn't get much done while we were quarantined is because my mind's just like, all these things we could do, all these things we could do, all these things that we could do that I actually managed to exhaust myself by overthinking <laughs> of everything I'm trying to do, ended up sleeping a lot right. because I'm exhausted from all the thinking I was doing. Yeah, that'll that'll happen. That yeah. will happen. It, you know, and you kind of. And then I get upset because I got nothing done because I was sleeping. <laughs> and you burn yourself out with options. Yeah, I use I use Crowley as an example in the error when because error was the very first thing I had to say that hey, this is where I got my associations from seven seven seven. What happened to Alistair Crowley? He became obsessed. That was his thought, his air taking over. The element of air forcing things, forcing him to keep learning and, and keep, you know, obsessing over the finest detail until, you know, his charts are way beyond anything that I would have put in my minor little book. You know, but he ended up being a drug addict and basically dying of it because he was so obsessed with something. The air energy had taken over so much. Wasn't he obsessed with one certain location? I can't think of the name right now. Um, yes. Then it's nervous now. You know how you get a brain fart? <laughs> yes. You get, you I, have I, something. I'm brain right farting there. because it's like, I remember <laughs> listening to an episode of one of my favorite, you know, spooky stories. Yeah, you have something on the tip of your tongue and then all of a sudden, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Uh-oh, I think we lost Dragon. I think we lost Lady Book Dragon for a second. <laughs> Can you Some technical difficulties. <laughs> there she is. 
Oh, oh sorry. I, I think I accidentally hit my uh, internet cable. It was giving me a little trouble before. I think I actually need to like strap this down or something. Anyways, but he was like, it was, they were, it's this, it's probably called the devil's rock or something generic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But he, yeah. But again, that's, that's how hierarchy takes over, you know? And I actually, one of the suggested poems by a friend of mine back in Denver was to do the real, actual interrelations of each of the elements not only what they can do which is what i, I wrote in the uh, book itself in the original book um, but it's very interesting how you can use and interact each of the elements because each of them will react and damp will enhance something etc that is very 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 interesting to me so what you recommend is working on each of your elements but then balancing them all together Right. Kind right. of like chakra work. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, I right. Was... So what, the way I put it was you, the elements are swirling in your center and, and they're all there and they can all be drawn on and used as needed. I love it. <laughs> well, that was when you, you bring everything to center, I would imagine, first, right? And then you can experience each, each area. Right. So, um, singularly, and then right, and, all and when you when you've done it enough, often enough, I mean, when you're you're balanced, you know, I specifically had to get rid of anger. My father had flash anger, and it's you know it's a brain thing and it's inherited, and I had to get rid of that flash anger that would just rave and just strut. So I, I dampened that down. I learned how to recognize that. Boom, there's that flash anger. What do I do about it? And that's part of my elemental training. It's part of my balancing. Nice. I like it's it. Definitely an interesting, it's interesting take on the, like, the way I was taught with meditation using chakras and such like that. Yeah. It's a very interesting take. I'm definitely going to give that a shot. It's something I definitely wanted to make sure that we talked about when we were going over the book earlier because that is it just sounds awesome to me like the way it's laid out and everything and i'm very interested in giving that a shot personally can i ask yeah. you something about chakras sure mm -hmm. um my thought on chakras besides the major ones which i have five million illustrations and jpegs on my computer yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> right but is that each of those points is its own energetics of points where you can line up your chakras and if you have everything in line and everything balanced in your piece but your chakra points actually go out all the way to your fingertips just like your nervous system right is yes. that correct in thinking yes mm -hmm. okay so each of those points are available in your fingertips, in your legs, in your etc. Yeah. Okay. So basically, like when you work with them enough, you could like kind of troubleshoot and figure out what is out of line. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's very similar with the I realize I have too much air. Let me release some of this air. It's kind of the same thing of bringing things back into alignment. Yeah, I'm pretty sure one of my chakra books, I have seen like the chakras and what their co correspondence to the elements were. 
but I just, I don't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, that is something that is worth researching though. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Actually, I know that, but I don't have that listed in my elemental associations and it's something I should, because yeah, I have astrology, I have the tarot associations with each of Of course, tarot, very important. Yep. Yeah, and I never thought of actually putting the chakras in there. Well, it's just, it, it's going back to my views on omniism there. We are all looking at the same thing. We're just perceiving it differently. So how are, so in reality, how is your perception of elemental work different than chakra work when you get down to the very basis of it? Yeah, well, there's, there's that old proverb with it. Um, the four blind people uh, looking or examining an elephant and each of them are getting a different mm -hmm. view. Isn't that's an old, old story. God, I'm sure my age again. But yeah, not each no, of I us. Know, I know that story. My grandmother's told me it a few times. Yeah. Each of we're us not are. seeing eye to eye on something. <laughs> I, I completely agree with that. I, I actually do agree with the, the amazing And each of us looking at what we're doing and saying, hey, um, we have a piece of it. You have a piece of it too. That's also why every teacher should be a student. We should all be open to that input from other people. Yeah, well, it's just what uh, uh, Cloud and I were talking about before we, then we realized, oh, wait, we're not recording. We should save this until we were recording. <laughs> Where um, he was first telling me, okay, so you're done being a student. I want you to teach me. me. And I'm like, yeah, well, maybe what now? <laughs> I'm like I can't teach I just finished learning and he's like no 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 you learn by teaching you're never done learning I'm like yes uh, when you stop learning you're not a teacher anymore exactly. you stop learning you stop living let's be honest when you be amazed at what you can learn from even what, what what's the phrase the kids use now noob <laughs> <laughs> from the merest noob, <laughs> which actually sounds degrading. I don't like that phrase, but from the person who is newest to paganism, every single class that I've done for the last, and I've been teaching for 20 some odd years now, I've learned something from one of the students that I hadn't even thought of before because everybody looks at it differently. It's like, Gosh, yeah, when, and when you have to vocalize something, give your perspective on it, you even that just doing that, you're like, well, wait a second. It kind of like gets the creative juices flowing and gets your what ifs going. Right. See, if you're going to teach something, you have to learn it to a point to where you can talk about it and explain it to somebody so that they can learn so you have to have a good grasp of the information which is one of the reasons why like for, <laughs> so there are teachers out there and then there are a lot of people who will say they're teachers blowing some hot air and <laughs> you know so that's why I say when you stop learning, that's when you're not a teacher anymore because to teach, you have to learn yourself to be able to get it to a point to where somebody else can understand. And 
going to the to the uh, the noob idea or or your your hashtag baby witch hashtag you know, baby um, witch get get good scrub so <laughs> when it comes to that you're absolutely right because everybody who has begun studying paganism has started somewhere and there's a very good chance that they didn't start where you started you know because it's such a broad spectrum so we've actually based our coven around that idea you know like we're an eclectic coven and we have people from all different paths and they all bring their own paths perspective to our covenant. We all learn from each other and we add a little bit of everybody's path in the circle. So everybody has their own little part of ritual. So our ritual is even like kind of expanded past your normal everyday Wiccan ritual. It's something its own now. I, I love how we do our circle and you, you just have to remind yourself like no matter how smart you are, well, for some people, how smart you think you are, right. you don't know everything. Yes. Like Stephen Hawking wouldn't have any idea what we're talking about right now. Actually, he, was, he would. <laughs> I, was saying, I, think he, I think he would because I think that what we're doing uh, as, and I don't even like to refer to myself as a witch because uh, quantum mechanics and uh, He's about to say it. Connection. It's not the word, and I, the word is just flown out of my mind. Quantum linking, whatever. Physics? Yeah, well, yes, it is physics. Okay. Is in the process of explaining a lot of things that we do. Yes, it is. We have one atom in this place, and this, or one molecule in this place, and, and this piece of matter is behaving this way. This piece of matter that was once with that piece of matter is behaving the same way. Yeah, well, it's being explained that it's linked. We're all linked. Yes. That's yeah, my we've opinion. Very much ascribed to the mentality that magic is what science hasn't created. Science hasn't, you know, discovered or put a label on yet. Right. So because fire used to be magic and now fire is just basic science. Right. But I'm saying like the sun rising and setting used to be considered natural magic by like aboriginal tribes and so well, science is going to figure out energy they're going to figure out magic they're going to call it something else right <laughs> and you're going to be able, and we're going to be like oh you finally caught up <laughs> basically but no what i was saying is not the whole magic in that term but if we talk to Stephen talking about the elements and you know chakras and everything he probably just look at us like yeah okay yeah <laughs> but so, no the oh. whole like physics and how we can prove what we believe in isn't just a bunch of honky no he totally get down with that if we use the terms he understood well, and you can also use the elements just not as the physical elements, but the attributes of the elements are universal. The anger and passion, etc., associated with fire. Five million songs, as I said in my book, that talk about exactly that. So you don't even have to know that the elements are a thing or recognize that the elements are, are, are an actual thing to know 
that the symbolism is there. So you're not talking about the elements themselves, but you're talking about the symbolism of the elements. Yes. Using the elements as a symbolism for yes. whatever, for waters and notion. See now we're getting wisdom and communication. So what we're <clears throat> I love could this conversation done because I, this is like, I sit everybody down when they first join our covenant and I tell them this, I'm like, listen, you know, like when you raise your own personal energy, right now, uh, let's go to Cunningham, right? Scott Cunningham in Guide to a Solitary Practitioner. One of his energy ball exercises, right? You rub your hands together vigorously for 20 seconds, and we all know this, right? Yeah. And then you split them. Now, scientifically speaking, what you have just done is excited the electrons on the outside of your hands. And it's created an electric charge, and that is what you feel initially. But that charge dissipates. The vibrations you feel afterwards that is what you're feeling for when you are working with your own energy. And it's one of the harder things for new, newer witches to learn. And so when we do this, and you can make it more intense as you bring your hands closer and lighter as you pull your hands apart, it's because you are literally raising some form of particle or something like that, that has just not yet been scientifically proven. And they will prove it one day. Mm -hmm. Well, I love it because I was saying how you love to do this spiel because last year when we were actually able, you know, see each other and do bazaars and everything, my brother and his girlfriend came and helped. And he, my brother may not like him calling out his girlfriend, but I'm calling out his girlfriend because <laughs> love her, but... <laughs> she's adorable but um she she went oh i i don't believe in magic i more believe in science and i'm like cloud <laughs> it's your time to shine <laughs> yes and uh i i gave this poor girl like a 20 minute quick little workshop <laughs> about energy and i could like completely flipped her mind about it immediately because i had her do that little exercise and she was like oh my god and i'm like so here's what's happening right now this is what we work with. This is everywhere in everything. We are nothing more than mass put in motion by energy. It's so just it's like it, she was being a teenage girl about it. Yeah. You know, teenagers, they all think they know everything, but it's just like, you know, nah, nah, come in, come in. We're, bring, we're, we're, we're bringing the hammer. Let's go. Yeah, you have your, well, when I, go ahead. You have your Higgs boson particle, right? right? And, and the God particle, this is what we're calling it. And it is what gives mass, mass, right? And then you have your energy. It's working together, connected with something else that they're going to find through this Higgs boson particle. They're going to find this energy thing. I honestly think that. And I actually just, just posted an article on FB. Um, a scientific article on uh, exploring and uh, the different ways that they're now looking at trying to figure out what dark energy is and where that energy and where that dark matter comes from. And they actually have it scientifically now, 
but on how to detect it. Because that's a big thing in, in today's science, and I'm getting geeky here. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, the big thing in today's science is knowing that, you know, you have the idea that, yes, this happens, and this has to happen. When you see something happen, it's explaining why. And it's, yes. it's explaining the things between. And that's magic in science. And I'm a big science fan. I've been reading, I started out reading comics. But Aaron's still a comic book. <laughs> but I started out reading art science. You know, I mean, I was reading when other kids were reading Fun with Dick and Jane. I was reading Andre Norton and, and um, Arthur C. Bach and Isaac Asimov and Ray Bradbury, which I have to say that is where my si my style in writing meditations came from. Seriously, great well, I mean, I have to laugh when it's talking about um, magic versus science. It's like, well, first off, it's the same thing when you understand what you're talking about. But then you're talking about the people who are like, well, I'm not spiritual. This just works for me. But I'm listening to this podcast when my, my, my favorite writing podcast, the best experiment. And she, this woman's talking about vision board and, you know, how her vision board helped her achieve her dream. And I'm like, ma'am, you were sending intent. That yes. was a spell. Was, that, was, that, was, that was literally putting your energy into something and making it happen. Like, it, that was literally a spell. And I'm just sitting here like, this is a podcast. I can't tell her this. But ma'am. <laughs> like, like, I'm not it, spiritual, but this worked for me. But I'm like, what? That's visualization and manifesting. Here, here's the point right there. <laughs> about, about spiritual, about having a spirit, a soul that, you know, inhabits our meat suits, right? Consciousness, right? Consciousness in itself. <laughs> if you wake up tomorrow, right? And I want everybody to comment what they think about this. Please do, all right? If you woke up tomorrow, you still had all of your motor skills, all of your basic knowledge, but you have absolutely no idea who you are, what you do, or what you're doing with your life, but you know how to walk, you know how to talk, you speak English, you full on amnesia. Where did the you go that up until that point you were absolutely 100% sure you were? That's a very good question. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Danny. That again is why we talk of past lives and reincarnation, etc. You know, and the basic speaking of science, a basic science is energy cannot be destroyed; it can only be transformed. <laughs> and we actually got into a really in-depth conversation with this in our chat, like I think it was a couple months ago. Yep, we did. So, uh, Kevin, chat. You have your be. kinetic energy and you have your heat energy you have all these different kinds of energy and it's right it is proven energy can only be transformed and if energy is everywhere it's constantly transforming anyway you know it's what keeps everything in motion keeps everything moving this table that my keyboard is sitting on if i were to if the atoms in it started moving a little bit slower and not vibrating as fast, I'd be able to put my hand right through. You know? So it's 
all one thing working in unison with each other it's it's definitely one of my favorite subjects to talk about if you can't tell <laughs> can't tell at all mm -mm. yeah no. i don't know it's no, a mystery i think he hates it <laughs> i do too yeah, so. yeah, yeah. i hate it yeah, so. I'm just, i just like how excited he gets about it. it's like a little kid he gets all giddy well because it's That's something awesome. that i'm passionate about like like studying it and like keeping an eye on it you know what i mean like because like i don't know for some reason i think they're close to figuring it out well yeah, there was it, that study a few years ago where the monk charged the water and it actually did change the molecules yeah that's what i'm saying like that study kicked off a lot of experiments i'm sure it did but a lot of them probably aren't being talked about i'm sure that you're you're like me i'm still a scientist i have that science and i God, went to a Catholic grade school where science is <laughs> yeah, that you parents... over the head with science. Yeah, it, it's just constant science. And my father was a pilot, so I was following the space program that was many moons before either of you were born. <laughs> <laughs> that was before and I was following the space school. program, yeah, <laughs> and following the science. Well, you guys are kids compared to me, but. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm but I was there. following. I was following the scientists and following the astronauts, and I had that scientific brain, that scientific theory, into my brain. So I still have that basis of the scientists. I still read science fiction. I actually should read more hard science fiction right now. I've been reading fantasies and thrillers, but. Um, I still have that hard science, science basis to it. I still get the Smithsonian newsletter. I, I don't get any magazines anymore because it's waste of paper. But and I still get Earth Sky News, you know, and and, it, and that science is still in it. I find that it all ties. So I, I have to assume that you're and I'm not wanting to presume that you're like me. But yeah. <laughs> I, I can tell that I mean, so much. I, I, the study of magic itself intrigues me, you know, and the fact that, you know, I know that I can walk into a room with like five or six people and pick up on everybody's vibes as soon as I walk in, you know, and like, I can literally be like, okay, we're doing all right here. We're doing all right here. This guy's pissed off. We're doing all right here. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and it's not everybody can walk into a room and read a room like that. You know, like not, it's something that not everybody could do, but I've been able to do it since I was like a teenager. <laughs> like, and I've, it's always, I've always questioned why a lot of people were blind to so many things that I would see coming before it was coming, you know, like, Mm. we're gonna get in trouble we probably shouldn't do this no mm. come on dude go do it anyway get in trouble you know like <laughs> like i told you guys we were gonna get in trouble you know like mm. little things like that have been happening to me throughout my teens and even like when i was in the army you know like so it's not it's something that i started studying very closely because my own curiosity mainly you know so I got to say, this was an amazing conversation, guys. I, but this we is, do this have is, to start. This uh, is invigorating. 
Yeah, absolutely. Very thought provoking too. That's one of the one of my favorite things. Well, I love these kinds of episodes where we're kind of getting to the nitty gritty. That way, if someone's like new to new to paganism or witchcraft, or they're like curious about it, they can say, "Oh, we're not a bunch of people with our heads in the clouds going, oh, magic and fairies and unicorns." It's like, no, we actually can dive deep and we believe in science. <laughs> we it's understand how things work. It's just, we're putting a different label to it than you're accustomed to. Yes. Yes. That's it. That's all. That's it. It's all labels. Yeah, pretty much. Just and like, like I said, with my thing with the woman with the vision board, I'm like, how is that? But <laughs> ma'am. Hey, as long as it's not miracle water. All right. So miracle water, miracle water. What's his name? The yeah, evangelist guy. What's his name? Um, Pick one. Uh, Peter <laughs> Poffa. Peter Poffa. Peter Poffa. Yeah. This, this, this friggin' guy, right? I've seen commercials for this friggin' Miracle Spring Water. Uh, I've know? seen those commercials. And I'm looking like at it ones. and I'm going, dude, come on. <laughs> Just come on. I make that my altar every day. What are you doing? You know, like I sprinkled this water on my forehead and I got ten thousand dollars. <laughs> like you're out of your dude, come on. You know no, a bunch of idiot people ordered this water and he got ten thousand dollars. Yeah, pretty much. You know, so it's like well, I, that's I, why they're all millionaires, multi millionaires. Yeah, just, but they're all men of God. Let's let's not get on that subject. Being the uh, operative word. There's very few female men mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You're right. There's a few out there, though. Was that one yeah. big hair? I can't remember her name. Because giant, probably southern. Freaking Tammy Baker. Southern <laughs> as hell. Yeah. It was, uh, oh wow! Yeah. How to guess? Was gonna talk about <laughs> everybody. Make sure you give your first fruits. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give you my first fruit right out. Right, yeah. You know. So <laughs> when we talk about things <laughs> on this show, we like to 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 break down the actual topic. And conversations come up, and then we have these wonderful, wonderful episodes, just like this one. But we do have a couple things that we got to go over before we close down. All right. Yes. And I think it's time for Lady Book Dragon's favorite part of the show. Favorite part, because they're both my favorite. Mm, You pick. I have six memes. You have six memes. (laughs) Oh, God. All right. So. Fire away. Let's see. Let's 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 hear what you got. Because right. well, I got yeah. I got like three funny ones, and I got three that are like pagan ones. Because I like to mix them in, you know. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of them goes: Some of y'all haven't been yelled at by a middle-aged white lady about something wildly outside the realm of your pay grade while working in the service industry, and it shows. <laughs> yep. Like I don't know if Mark can relate to this, but Cloud and I. Oh. We used to work in retail, and oh. I, I remember. Retail. I, I, I used to man. I used to manage a deli, and I remember one time this lady started giving me all sorts of crap, right? Just all sorts of crap, and I'm like, "Ma'am, like, I'm trying to help you out here, you know? I want to speak to your manager. I am the manager. Oh, uh, well." You know, this other tone immediately freaking changed. I'm like, yeah, no, actually, you could go. You, you could just go. 
<laughs> like, it's I'm like not, that's nice. Yeah, thanks. No, I'm not even messing with you. But that's, that's a pretty good one. It's a pretty good one. Yeah. I like this one. I need feminism because when Jesus does a magic trick, it's a goddamn miracle. But when a woman does a cat magic trick, she gets burned at the stake. Clever. Feminist. Clever. <laughs> of course, then someone adds, I mean, they did also kill Jesus. That was a pretty significant thing that happened. Like, I understand where you're coming from here, but they did very much kill Jesus. They, they, they did kill Jesus. They killed him dead. They and someone him. adds, they killed him a little. He got better. Yeah, that's true. He ascended. <laughs> <laughs> three days later. <laughs> yeah, but those three days had to fucking suck, man. I mean, yeah. <laughs> of course, this uh, goes back to our Colorado talk goes me make happy happy chemical brain no me shakes a bag of weed what you do it for a scooby snack okay raggy (laughs) (laughs) oh look it's me and my brain (laughs) (laughs) i think that one's gonna be the winner (laughs) the me with the week is strong yo uh and of course, the next one, may your soul be overgrown with moss, may your veins fill with rainwater, and your lungs swell with flowers. Someone responds with, is this a curse or a blessing? Either way, lay it on me, boys. <laughs> Someone goes in, give me the peat, boys, and free my soul. <laughs> I want to get, get lost, lost in that mossy in roll. <laughs> and give away. <laughs> you need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't sing. I can't. I can't take myself seriously. And I can actually sing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't help it. I go. <laughs> I love this one. This one made me laugh because this is this appeals to the the uh, fiction writer in me. Sure, when teenage girls write self-insert characters that hang out with their favorites, it's cringy and bad fan fiction. But when Dante does it, it's a literary classic and redefines the way we've used Catholicism. I mean, it's not wrong. They add on, legitimately, Dante Algarotti, a 45-year-old man, wrote a scene where he's all, and then I was with in hell my fave virgil and then all his friends said i was really cool and they asked me to join their squad and be their friend and everyone was like yes this is peak literature <laughs> so speaking of fan fiction there is some really 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 bad fan fiction out there i mean let's like 50 be- shades of gray so there's this one <laughs> I saw this one YouTube video. I don't know who did it. I don't have the link, but you can search it up and look for it. It is a dramatic reading of a Twilight fan fiction. And it is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard in my entire life. So if you're listening to this and you want to get a good laugh, go ahead and search up dramatic reading of Twilight fan fiction. There was this one thing my friend showed me a few years ago when we were working together, and it was a guy who was taking quotes from Fifty Shades of Grey out of context. And I was dying. Nope. Like, he got me broken to the point where as soon as someone said clams, I was laughing uncontrollably for a minute. He had a co-worker walk in on me. It's just like, oh, I'm sorry, but Jeff told me to tell you clams? I started dying. So did it and make she's just so confused? Cackle? Like, what did I do? I mean, are we talking like a dying laugh or like a witch cackle? 
dying laugh. Like, like dying laughs. Like, <laughs> like I can't breathe. Oh, wow. Like, and I, I'm crying every single time. There are tears coming down my face. Wow, I'm going to have to look that up. <laughs> I have to find out. I have to ask him where I was. So uh, last one. Perks of wearing a mask that don't involve health. Men don't tell you to smile. You can pretend not to recognize people you know. No one can see you mouthing the ancient forest, which is Kurtz that turns people into stone. I saw that meme. I like that. That's it's a good one. one. But I, I, I don't know. I think, I think Scooby Snacks takes it. Yeah, you guys, I, I, I were, you guys are cracking up. Absolutely. <laughs> snacks definitely, definitely wins for the week. Um, and speaking of memes, uh, we, we, we got a couple more memes back up over the last couple of weeks, and we have a few more loaded in the chamber for you guys on our Facebook page who have been like uh, the memes. So yeah, you know. I, I'm going to apologize. There's a couple of has been hotels in there and I'm not, you know, I'm not apologizing. I'm not <laughs> apologizing. Yeah, I have one on my timeline that I just posted and it just shared, uh, someone shared with me. Um, it's a COVID meme. Oh, boy. It said, remember you must be two meters apart. And then it's got two broomsticks which is about two meters and two witches on broomsticks on either side. <laughs> so remember, you have to fly this far apart. <laughs> I saw one earlier today. Let me, let me find it real quick because it, it was really, really freaking funny. Um, where did it go? Yikes. 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 Oh no. <laughs> yeah, I brought up my computer and I had like 20 some notifications. I was like, yikes. Everybody wants a piece of cloud today, apparently. All right. So we don't have the meme. We don't have it. No meme? I, thought I had it, but we don't have it. Ah, sad face. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> All right. So we have one more little piece that we have to go through ladybug dragon what is in your treasure trove for this week so cloud you're actually able to comment on this book this time I because am. i have lent it to you i i know and you returned it under threat of death and, and, <laughs> and that threat of death stuck with me so hard that like three or four days ago i stopped and questioned myself if i had given it back to you or not and I was like, did I give her that book back? Oh, dude, I hope I did. Because I can't find it. <laughs> but no, I find it very interesting how we were talking about, because I had, I had picked this out before we started, before we got on the call. It's called How to Do Psychic Readings Through Touch by Ted Andrews. Now, this isn't really a magic book per se, but I'm, I'm finding it very very funny that it's becoming very relevant to the conversation we had today. I had no idea it was going to happen. Well, that's how, that's how, that's how it works. The, the dreaded S word is one of my former students used to say. <laughs> Synchronicity. <laughs> yes. But it's under new age parapsychology. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I never heard of parapsychology, but okay. Do they parachute and then start uh... asking you questions? That's your one dad joke. <laughs> Why do I hate my mother? <laughs> skydiving on the way down. It's because you feel inadequate. 
I'm when sorry, you start whenever inadequate, write it down. <laughs> whenever I think of psychology, I think of have have either of you watched Family Guy? Yeah. Have, did you see the one episode where Cleveland becomes a therapist? And the guy's just like, maybe, maybe you don't want to outshine your father. And the guy's like, maybe. That doesn't sound quite it. So he just keeps putting on more and more tweed until he has like a tweed hat, a tweed shirt, like every, the entire room's covered in tweed and he finally qu- cracked it. And he's just like, oh my God, you doctor, you have it. And he's like, whew, just about ran out of tweed. I'm like, where else could you have put the tweed? <laughs> you about ran out? That implies there was more tweed to be had. Wow. <laughs> but I really like this book. It was very, it's very easy to read through. But it, he does go, if I'm remembering this correctly, he does go into like his personal experiences on doing readings through touch and everything. But it's like seeing through touch how it, how, I'm not going to pronounce this correctly. Let's try this. Ready? Psychometry. That's not right at all. Psychometry? Psychometry, maybe. I read words, but I can't pronounce words. That's why I write the words. My verbal, <laughs> my my verbal words are dumb. Does it have an O? It does not. Oh, and it's not psychometry. Okay. P P S Y C H O M E T R Y. Psychometry. It does. Psychometry. Okay. Psychometry works. Yeah, goes. There's a very well placed O in there. Yeah. There is. Psycho-metry. There we go. <laughs> we need psycho-metry. Psycho-metry. What did you say? But. <laughs> da. But I really like this. It, like I said, it is very basic. It's very much, okay, how to start feeling things through touch and how to start sensing it. It actually does go how energy exchanges through your auras. And it even talks about the two hemispheres of the brain and how they interact with each other and how, you know, um, how, you know, you have your creative side and your more thoughtful side and you have to turn off the one side to make the other work, which I thought was kind of an old technique, but whatever works, works. I've taken those, those classes because they give those classes at various businesses and a couple of different workplaces I went to, I worked at. Um, they had tests where they test whether you have right brain or left brain. One even went to all four and separated the two side by side into two each. I hit dead center on every test. Oh. Whether it's right brain or left brain, I hit dead center. So I could use whatever at any time. And sometimes, you know, I may drift off into my left brain or may completely drift off to my right brain, but, it's, but I hit dead center on it. So yeah, it, it can be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just, I do recommend this book. Like I said, it's not technically magic. It's kind of more of a psychology apparently, but it's still very much, it goes into auras, it goes into hand chakras. It's still, if you want to be able to find things or find people 
through touch, this kind of is like a little introductory, like here, dip your toes in and see if you like it. That's yeah. cool. I'm going to have to look for that. Some of the, some of the like, little exercises in there I found intriguing. Um, and I, I pretty much, I liked the book, but I wasn't sure after reading it that I wanted to, like, try and add it to my practice. I guess, like... Well, this is something you kind of technically did already. This was just a different perspective on it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because, like, reading energies, you know, somebody hands you a crystal and they're like, here, feel this, and you read it, and you get the, get the feeling from it, and you give it back to them. You know, but, like, sometimes you will pick up on, like, through doing that, you will pick up some kind of flash of something. You know, it will happen. And this book aims to help you kind of control that. Like, to make it easier. And some of the mental tricks, like, for instance, the cutting the part, one half of the brain off and focusing on the other. It's there to help you do that. And that was worded awesomely. <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, I thought all in all it was a pretty good book. Like I said, it's just like, it's, it's very introductory. It's very much, if you don't really understand what it is, here's my experiences with it, here's how you can develop it, and this is how you can understand it. So, for, for you, it was probably just like a, a quick little refresher. For me, it was like, okay, this is interesting. This is something I will keep around just so if I need to think about how to do it and I kind of need to go back to basics, then yeah, I'll pick it back up. Well, it's always good to go back to basics. Yeah. So well, sometimes like, well, I'm sure Mark knows sometimes it's like returning to the outline yep. to remind, to remind you what you're doing in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Or Absolutely. you're becoming very well aware of how that works, huh? Cloud. Yeah. Uh, so my, I have a fantasy novel outline and, you know, then I have my book outline for my book that I'm writing on paganism. And it's like what happens is when we were talking earlier about getting into that meditative state, mm -hmm. right? I'm writing, I'm writing, I'm writing, I'm writing, I'm writing. I get into the meditative state. And then I go back and I realize that I went all way off on a tangent from my outline, <laughs> you know, and started going off on something else that was like three chat meant for three chapters later, you know, and it's like, and you got to go back. You gotta edit then. And I've been kind of editing as I've been going. I think that's one of the reasons why it's also been like super slow. I'm going to tell you the advice that I give everyone else and I don't listen to myself the first draft is just meant to exist. Do not edit the first draft. Just get it all out. You can't edit a blank page. That's one I that took three years. <laughs> I shall take this. I shall take this. Uh, I shall take this advice. I shall heed it. Because yeah. I'm already like, I came across a song that's perfect for the main character of the book I'm writing. I'm like, so I could go back and do these little edits, right? I'm like, no, no. <laughs> no that is bad <laughs> alright guys well I have to say this was an absolute 
blast. This was uh, a treat. Mark, I really I enjoyed your company. I definitely want you to come back yes. on the show at some point. Anytime at all. Yeah, so we have the actual book. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, so, yes, I could have got the Kindle, but I prefer. The oh, book. just. just uh, I, I decluttered, so I only have one small cube of actual book space, and everything else is on my Kindle. But I have, I can put pretty much put everything that I own that I want to actually keep. In my Dodge Avenger, so you know that tells you mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> how much oh, yeah. I got rid of in Denver. <laughs> I already told my fiance, it's just like, so I'm going to have an office. All three of the walls are going to be bookshelves, and you're going to be okay with this. He's like, okay. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. tell me I have a problem or anything. Like a good, like a gentleman. He's just like, okay. That's how you want to live your life. That's how you want to live your life. It's because you don't have a problem. I don't. It could be drugs. Yeah, that's but what I'm saying. Like, you could be smoking crack. Reading know? is amazing. I mean, yeah. like I said, it, it's a shame that more people, some people, you know, when I post something, something from my blog on the, on the one of the groups, and they'll look at it, and from the title of it, they'll say, oh, I don't want to read that. Or, oh, that's what this means, without actually reading the blog. It's like, where has that skill gone to? Don't get me started on people just sharing things after reading the title. Because yeah. <laughs> people were going on oh, go. and sharing. Oh my God, what was it? Oh, oh, Studio Ga uh, Gabby uh, movies were all coming to Netflix. And I was seeing this article all over the place. I'm like, okay, did you read it? No, why do I need to read it? The title says Studio Gabby. I'm like, yeah, it's not coming to America. We live in America. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, just, I can't with it. Like It's just like, I was just like, I'm going to come to your house because we both live in America and going to beat you with my keyboard. It's just like, geez, calm down. I'm like, I will calm down when I don't see 20 other people circling the same freaking thing. See, I tried the blog thing and I think I wrote like three or four blogs and then I just kind of completely got away from it. You want some advice on it? Don't, yes, please. Don't pay attention to what a couple of people will say because you get i mean you get so many interesting comments so that's how because i'm fairly isolated here in indiana where i wasn't in, in denver surrounded by five million pagans or however many pagans we have out there which is much i would love um, to be isolated. i'm getting that feedback that student feedback from the people who comment on it and say that was interesting can you explain something it's like yes Yes, this is yeah. what I'm looking for. Because then, yeah, there will be those ones like I, I mentioned that, you know, well, you know, I don't think that da, 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 without even reading it. But there will be other ones who will say, yes, I, I see that. I agree with it. I love it. Or I don't agree with it. And this is why. You know, one of my favorite things to see when I'm like reading my YouTube comments and stuff is somebody asking a question about something I said later in the video. Like they didn't just watch the first like minute and a half and then leave a comment about something right. I said right off the bat. You know what I mean? Like, well, gas. Yeah. Someone <laughs> like, actually watched. <laughs> yeah, someone actually watched the whole thing. Whoa. Well, I, it's just like I, I'm very upset with the loss of reading because literally, if you want to break it down to reading's most basically basic thing, you are hallucinating off of a dead tree. What's more metal than that? Yeah, that's true. That's true. 
<laughs> Reading right. is metal. So, guys, it's so hardcore. Guys, so guys, <laughs> we gotta wrap it up here. So we do. I just want to thank you, Mark. One more time before you go, do you want to drop all your links and your websites? Yeah, and drop all, all that the stuff information we, so people can before come we say and get goodbye. You. And sure, you uh, get that do, info. I, do you want me to type it into the chat? No, 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 save for the podcast. No, save okay. for the podcast. I got save, save for the class. Save, don't spray it. <laughs> you can spray it if you want to. We don't shame here. We don't shame here. You can spray if you want to. Okay. Um, <laughs> my blog site, my website is Mark Silver. And remember, that's M A R C, spelled French way, S Y L B. I R, which is open English, MarkSilver.wordpress.com. All right. My okay. YouTube. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're up. Oh, okay. My YouTube is YouTube.com. Obviously, forward slash the Elemental Path. One word. One or one word. I'll start it. And I just subscribed. Cool. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Well, I've been wanting to do more meditations. So the moment you say, oh, path working meditations, I'm like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> They're all on there. I hope you do it, John. Yeah, and really, you know, leave a comment and let me know what you think. Oh, we will be sure to. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right. So, guys, next episode. What do we got on the pike? I believe. The pipe? the pike what do we have on the pipe uh, we have legal cannabis on the pipe soon <laughs> Ooh. i don't have to pop into massachusetts for my fix anymore <laughs> yeah pretty much pretty much all right hold on one second let me bring it up so it was a fun road trip though <laughs> i can't wait for this pandemic's over man like seriously go out and do stuff like it's 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 killing me a little bit, but you know we're making do. Yeah, I mean my Positive daily routine hasn't everybody. changed all that much. Mine hasn't because I'm isolated in Indiana. So. Lucky. <laughs> 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 I wish I was away from people. God, they ah, suck. Coming down the pike. Let's see. Here. <laughs> coming down the pike is our. Ninth episode, yes. and we will be sitting down with Lola Stardust and most likely Selenius Stardust as well from Witches and Wine. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Ooh. Witches and Wine. I better, Witch I better prep. So, I better what I wine. think we're going to do is we're going to do a little crossover show and we're going to get ourselves some wine for next episode and we're going to do the Witches and Wine. On witchcraft grenades. I'm going to bring out a selection. It's like, look, we got this wine. I got some mead. Although, <laughs> what you want? What kind of we? Uh, so, like, look, what are we drinking here? I, I, I it's all. Of course, it's going to be local Jersey because that's the best. So you can check them out. Uh, it is um, <laughs> C O T C Coven on, on YouTube, and <laughs> Children's of the Crossroads. They, <laughs> I went on this show a few months back and I got hammered drunk. <laughs> and I talked a bunch of smack about a bunch of music I was going to write and all this other stuff. Um, and 
I put my money where my mouth is. And if you go back to episode two, you will hear the 90s boy band song, Witchy Girl, that I wrote. <laughs> so it's going to be super awesome. They're awesome people. And I'm definitely looking forward to chatting with them about everything that they got going on on their end. All right. Yes. So I- I'm looking forward to chatting with them in general. Yes. So ne- till next time, guys. Bright blessings and blessed be. Thank you for listening to Witchcraft Grenade. Talk to y'all later. Peace. Blessed be and be safe, everyone. Yes. Blessings. All right. <laughs>